0: It's Football Friday. We are in the midst of doing NFL previews this week. It's the NFC East, and let's see who do we have in this division. We have the Washington team that doesn't have a nickname. We have a owner who's a GM, and the star is the most important thing but they don't need to have a defense. The Giants have something, but really they don't have anything. And Philadelphia had a quarterback who used to be with them, blew up the front office, and dropped bombs on ownership and left it in complete disarray. All right, I think that's pretty much the division right there. All right, we're ready. We're excited. About the NFC <laughs> East, I'm excited. <laughs> Joining me today are the newest podcast team, Zach and Nico. Fellas, how yes, y'all sir? doing?
1: Hello, hello, hello. How are you
0: doing? Today? I'm doing pretty well. How how are you doing, Vince? Man, um, it's hot here. And I'm not really liking it too much, but other than that, we're good. Gonna suffer oh, the, the, the cost.
2: Too. Yeah, we're living that same life for sure.
0: Yeah, it's been in the mid to high 80s like the last couple days. So uh, for me, yeah, no, we're in the we're in the high 80s right now. is isn't I it think, the 90s or
2: Uh I think I think I had to 87.8 is
1: what it currently is. So eighty. Yeah
0: out here yes sir all right so canada western part of canada western part of the united states all sweltering fantastic so this will make for a good podcast because everybody everybody would be real ornery so that would be fantastic i'm happy (laughs) about that you know it all right so nico um two things that i want to talk about real quick right off the bat here we go we're going to start with the Washington football team. The reason why we're going to start with them, Zach and mm. Nico, is this. They still don't have a nickname, first no, and sir. foremost. They do not. Secondly, nuts. Secondly, their owner is an ass clown. <laughs> yeah. Can we be in agreement with that? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Deal. Yes. There's just been rampant sexual harassment charges. Up and down that team. Can we all agree with that? hundred percent.
1: Yeah. Yes, sir.
0: And they just draft Alabama defensive linemen and Ohio State defensive linemen. Are we are we good with that?
2: That part is working at least. The, the
0: that defensive line is. not I mean, yeah, that line's pretty nasty. No, that's the reason why I brought it up. I, I've been. I'm gonna hit Daniel Snyder two or three more times, so I got to give them something.
1: Yeah, <laughs> got to give the
0: enough. district something. Okay. okay. All right.
1: Absolutely.
0: All right. Um, I did say last year that there was an an actual adult in the room in Ron Rivera. So, shouts out to Ron Rivera. I actually am thrilled that he is back for season number two to bring some sort of decorum to that franchise because, pretty much Seven. up top, it is yeah. just, I don't know, it's a dumpster fire up top. Yeah.
2: We kind of skirted by the whole name thing, but like that really gets on my nerves because they they had to change away from the whole red, being the Washington Redskins because it was a vitally like racist name and now that they're just the football team forever people are still accidentally referring to them as the Redskins constantly cuz they don't know what to call them so yeah, like, really I guess it's all, <clears throat> it's not doubling down on this racism but like you haven't fully eradicated the franchise of it yet so get the fuck on it man
0: Zach, what is your take on a team with no name? Uh, I'm with Nico. That drives me incredibly
3: insane. I don't know how long it takes you to put 10 guys in a room, give them an hour. I'm sure you could figure out something. But, yeah, like Nico said, every like as long as you go without changing the name, people are just going to continuously call it the old name by mistake because there's nothing else to switch in your mind yet. And then the NFL is just kind of tainted by that until they switch it.
0: Well, I will tell you this. There's a strong contingency that, that uses the R word still in that uh, oh. neck of the woods. And they are, like, staunch about that yeah. when it comes well, to Well, like,
2: those people, there's there's no good... There's, like, nothing that's going to really change their mind. Like, you can try and work at it, but... It's not changing the name isn't going to do the work. The people I'm more concerned with is the people who aren't racist and don't want to be racist, but they just like slip and say it sometimes by accident or there's just nothing to refer to the team as. So they don't like put the full effort into like changing the way they talk and they just refer to them as the Redskins. Again, I'll say it as an Indigenous person, I feel like comfortable saying it, but like it makes me uncomfortable when I hear it coming out of other people's mouths for sure. And I, I still have to hear it an incredible amount to this day because folks are just they're not even trying to be malicious. It's just the way your brain works colloquially until they have a team. This will continue to happen.
0: Well, that's not their only problem. OK, no. but we're, we we got to talk about some okay. problems on the football field. <laughs> Um, yeah, a couple. We, there was a Ryan Fitzpatrick, Taylor Heineke combination last mm. night, and it was not impressive. No, sir. Little
1: lackluster.
0: Yeah,
2: we, I think that's always going to happen when you have two guys in camp competing for the same job, and there's especially when one's not a rookie and just trying to learn the playbook when they're like two established veterans and you're splitting these first team reps between two you guys it, you're going to come out in the preseason and look sloppy it happens almost every season they just need to pick a guy and stick with them in my mind
3: and it's also weird that they in my opinion have a few backups fighting for a starter position <laughs> fair i i think
2: i'm higher on heinie <laughs> Most people, after seeing what he did to the Bucs last year and through, uh, towards the end of the season, he was playing good football. So he'd be the guy I'd want to give a shot, but I understand having Fitzpatrick in the building gets you to some baseline level of success, even though he's not a great quarterback either.
0: No. Um, I, I don't look at this quarterback situation as something that is feasible or sustainable throughout the year. I think that there there's a ceiling on these guys. Um, I'm not gonna give out like a record right now because there's some other things to talk about on this team. Um, Terry McLaren, Adam Humphreys, and Curtis Samuel are the wide receivers. Now, the group is pretty stable. I mean, this is a pretty good group. You know, yeah. I It's all right. You know, I'm no. I'm not saying like like, on top of the moon over it. Just more of a, you know, it's a, it's an NFL potential success. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think I'm a little
2: higher than you guys. I think it's one of the better units in the league. I think Curtis Samuel proved last year full of being that number two guy. I think Terry McLaurin, while he's not an elite number one receiver, he could be a lower end number one, and then. I like Diami Brown. They got in the draft and Adam Humphries is an okay slot receiver. It's not one of the, maybe not one of the top five units, but I think definitely one of the top 10 receiving cores in football.
3: Interesting.
2: That 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 being said, we're about to talk about the rest of their offense. And that's the only thing that I think they're above average at.
0: So I'm looking at, at a, running back. I'm looking at an offensive line, man. Okay, Leno Jr. was in Chicago, if I'm not mistaken. He mm-hmm. wasn't great. Uh, no, he's Sw- a Swijker little below left apple. Swisker, not great.
1: No, he's okay.
0: Chase Roller,
1: brilliant. Yeah,
2: he's, he played well last year. And Ted Larson is also like an okay
0: backup uh, at center. Okay, so uh, is this sure. team going to have enough pass protection to get off passes? That's my question. Uh, yeah, I think they have
2: like an average unit to maybe like slightly below average. If you had to ask me, I'd probably have them somewhere bit from 16 to 22, so best lines in the league. It's not going to get them killed, but it's definitely not like a point of strike, the right home about.
3: I think it'll be okay against anyone who isn't strong on the D-line. Yeah, Like, they'll do good against the average, but they'll
0: have trouble with those Haymaker boys. Do you think, like, this team is going to have to go to a quick passing system to have any effectiveness whatsoever? Uh, Yeah, and I kind of think that's
2: the direction they were going in anyways. When you have like sign guys like Curtis Samuel and Adam Humphreys I think that's what you have envisioned especially when you don't have that elite quarterback to take the team to that next level Um, you need to run sort of like a west coast offense adjacent system that's going to at least give your defense a chance to win you games you want to be out on the field for as long period as possible, so you give your defense that rest because that's definitely the dominant unit. So, on
3: like, adapt the Belichick type of offense. Uh, kind kind of more more. I
2: think like I, uh, more like almost Peyton at the Peyton and uh, Breeze at the end of their New Orleans era when. He was just doing all those turbo passes off really quickly. I think yeah. uh, not last year, but the year before. Like the six-yard
0: offenses around that all
3: year?
0: Yeah. So they're going to do it with a lot of smoke and mirrors, basically. Basically, yeah.
3: The tricksters.
0: All right. So the defense is just stack. We talked about it a little bit. I mean, I mean, they're all number one picks, bro. I mean... Yeah. Chase Young, Duron Payne, Jonathan Allen, Montez Sweat, which that guy played well last year. Um yeah, You you could literally have said that about
2: any of those players and I would have co-signed it because all all four of those dudes are unbelievable.
0: Now that linebacker group, other than Bostick, and I don't even think he's yeah, a is—he's like at the end of, the you know, he's at the end of his career. Mm. I'm not seeing anything. I mean, it's gonna be those four guys again, right? It's—it's got to be. They got to be the catalyst of the defense. They got to really, in a <laughs> sense, put the pressure on the quarterback. So then the defensive backs look better. It's really up yeah. to the defensive line, correct?
2: For sure, they drafted Damon Davis high in the. First round, higher than most people expected. I think was the twenty first pick, and they're expecting him to, I think, sit in that role in the middle of the defense. He he has the speed to do it, especially with the strengths around him on the defense. But realistically, you're just looking for that defensive line to carry these guys until later in the
1: year when uh, maybe David Davis and Holcomb can take steps up overall.
0: I have a question. I hate to even bring it up. Uh, If no allegations happen, they are the prime candidate for Deshaun Watson, right? Like, they would be the team that would go all in on a 25-year-old, really established quarterback, right? Like, that would have been the guy.
3: I feel like that would put them in an incredible position. Especially just the thing that I feel like they're missing the most is a standing quarterback. That's just their guy. So if they were to find that, I feel like you could start getting those gears finally going, maybe pick up one, two offensive weapons, like clear number one. And like, I don't know about Logan. I haven't seen much of him, so he could be a really good tight end too. So if he just had a solid number one wide receiver, a little bit of a better line, you guys could be marching quite quickly.
0: Nico, I know you're not a fan of your boy as far as that's concerned. Um, and I know that the allegations are out there. I'm not talking about him as a person. But I was talking about if everything was not there. Um, obviously, we don't live in the fantasy world. I'm just saying, like, if we kind of rewound the clock back to, like, January of 2021 before these things came out, is this – that would have been the guy, Correct. Uh, I I like, like you said, I'm not the most comfortable
2: talking about this this guy specifically, but if you wanna like put it more broad as like a a star quarterback looking for a team, I think it'd be either here, maybe Miami, that would be looking to
1: make the move to add that franchise level guy.
0: So I'll say it this way, they'll have to The defense will have to do exactly what it did last year for them to be successful. I'm not 100% sold on that. McLaren is going to get so wide open that either Fitzpatrick or Heineke are going to have like these incredible years. You're going to have to dink and dunk your way down the field. And we know that, In the NFL, it is super hard to do that. So we'll see how we put them towards the end of this. But I'm looking at it right now and kind of going like, that doesn't sound like a huge recipe for success, personally.
3: Yeah, I'm not a fan of relying on those two quarterbacks to march you down to playoffs.
0: All right, we're going to move along to Zach's favorite team. In the whole wide world. So the only one that matters, yep. The Philadelphia Eagles fly. Eagles fly. First of Why? all. Let's see. Alright. Uh, Roseman is still there. Harry Roseman is still there, correct? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Alright. Um, Lori is still the owner. Correct. Correct. Okay. Carson Wentz threw some sort of, I don't know if he had some kind of sorcery power. But the news is, is that when that young man was in the building, he had the ear. He would go talk straight to the top. If he didn't like play calling, if he didn't like some of the things that were going on, there were reports of him absolutely changing the plays at the line of scrimmage when they got called in. Um so addition by subtraction entered Jalen Hurts. Zach, what's mm-hmm. your thoughts on Jalen Hurts as a starting quarterback in this league?
3: Uh at the moment, well it's kind of a mixed bag of emotions. Mostly excited. Uh just watching him play he can scramble uh he is still learning like how to make reads and stuff like that so it is kind of scary at times too but it is super exciting to see him become a young mobile quarterback and with our offense we obviously do like those types of quarterbacks and if we could just stay healthy and rock with him i think he's going to be one of the best ones at least top 10 i'd say if
0: he has a good healthy year I'm going to ask you one question. You do, you, do you find him to be accurate? Do you find him to be an accurate quarterback? <sighs> he has his games.
3: I'd say he's like, uh, like the other week when I said he's kind of like, uh, Lamar has his, uh, he has to start good. I think Jalen's kind of like that too, where if he, uh, starts good, he could throw some just perfect dimes, but, uh, if we get behind, or if he gets a little worried, he's still young, so he does get a little flustered, still, and his uh, accuracy can drop. Sadly.
0: So, Nico, I'm gonna have you piggyback off that. I, I'm worried yeah. about the kid's accuracy personally. Okay, and then uh, let's, I, I, I'm equally worried about that accuracy. And then yeah. let's talk about the drops that the Philadelphia Eagles seem to have every single year. Yeah. With this squad, I don't know if it's the uniform. I don't know if it's <laughs> Lincoln Financial Field, but these two drop the football a new, on a regular basis.
1: They need, they, some need some some
0: a new
2: they need a new guy bringing the gloves into the locker room to help out the the receivers because they're they're pretty slippery. Um, I, I have to kind of push back on a bit of what you said on Jalen Hurts. I think... He's accurate- the times I've seen him throw the ball accurately, he's been really cleanly protected, or like he's scrambled to a point where there's no one really around him, and then he can he's open to do his whole throwing motion otherwise his feet, yeah, otherwise I can see him uh really struggling with that at times and kind of letting the ball sail on on dudes. He does have that rushing ability, I'll give that to you, and realistically like if he can tighten up the throwing motion and throw a little more accurately, which I, I a little bit questioned it up. He, he can be like the highest level of game manager, the kind of guy that I talk about. You want in the NFL right now, but I'm, I'm not fully sold on the Jalen hurts package at this point, personally, uh, especially with the offensive line. Again, already suffering with some of the same injury issues they always have like andre dillard is already out we're gonna we're gonna need to see like if justin lane and brandon brooks actually stay healthy this year to protect this guy because if not i start to be really worried that this uh you might be getting a new quarterback in the draft next year i actually was
0: literally gonna talk about that point can the offensive line stay healthy and protect Jalen Hurst. But now, here's the thing I don't have to talk about it because Nico's already done it. So <laughs> I can move on. All yeah. right. Now, but the other, fair. the other, like, I guess, elephant in the room is, it's Earth staying? Is, is it? Is I growing? guess so.
3: I guess he's staying for now. Uh, uh, we're being let known. Because the beginning he was supposed to be gone before the first draft, like the first draft pick. We were told he's being traded. Yeah, to I think the and then it just kept getting delayed. And never mind, never mind, never mind. Yeah. And now he's catching the first pass of the preseason for us. So <laughs> I don't really know what to say anymore. Yeah, I think the rumor was that he was going to
2: get flipped right after the draft like date. They- Team, some teams were looking at him but wanted to see what they could get in the draft and then yeah. the Eagles were going to trade him after the draft and then they just kept not trading him every week and were like, uh, I don't know maybe, maybe we want him back around I drafted him in uh, Dynasty hoping he'd get moved, so damn it but uh, overall I think that tight end room is by far the strongest thing on the team, like having him and Goddard is the best chance you guys have of like an adequate offense at this point, building yeah. building on the wide receivers around them. But uh we'll have a lot
3: of two tight end sets to see.
2: Yeah, for a sure. Lot. That's the best way. Especially you also have Richard Rogers in the building who played that yeah. year. So a, that's a good group of tight end it might be one of the stronger rooms in the league. I'd have to really think about it, but off the top of my head I'd argue they're the best one.
0: So, I'm going to ask this question to Zach. Is Jalen Hurts the best running back of your group?
3: No. no don't nod your head. And you're going to smack you. Right. I wouldn't say he's the best. I, uh, I'm i very high on my boy, Sanders, still. I still think that uh, he just hasn't gotten a chance, especially like if he had a healthy line to run behind, and then you guys judged it, that's fine. But until Sanders gets a full, healthy year of linemen, I really don't see how people can judge him that harshly. Uh, A lot of people look down on it. But I think he's got incredible skill. He just needs an offense that can function. He can't be the backbone of it. But uh, I think if there's a couple openings, he'll slip right in those.
1: Yeah,
2: I, like, as you know, I was really high on Sanders last year. I think... Overall, he was a good player. I really liked him coming out in the draft. But this year, how they added on Johnson off waivers and Jordan Howard in free agency, and then they draft Kenneth Gainwell. Like, that kind of shows me you're not high on your running back room and you're looking for someone else in the building. On top of the play he showed last year, which, albeit with a bad offensive line, but it was subpar, not what you'd expect out of him. So I, I kinda have a feeling that maybe Miles Sanders isn't all we thought he was earlier
3: in his career. I mean, I can see that. But he's still young. He's yet to have all the pieces kind of worked around him. Uh our all of our wide receivers are just constantly hurt, so he doesn't really have any air health with him too. So I don't know. We'll see. I, I wanna see this year especially, since we got our young wide receivers getting there. We got our run, like all of our running but Well, not all of our running backs, but the ones that I want to see are still young. So, we're getting young on offense, and uh, if we can stay healthy, I think everyone's going to be surprised.
0: All right. Now, as far as the defense, Nico, it looks like it's it's older, and it doesn't yeah. necessarily look as big anymore. no. Mm-hmm. Is this team going to get run on constantly? Uh well,
2: if the Steelers game was any indication, the answer would be yes, because we ran absolutely through them after on third the, strings. Well, no, Najee Harris was doing some damage too. So it so it wasn't just like McFarland and Snell, but um I do I am high on the guys they have starting. I think it's a similar question to the offensive line though. Like Derek Barnett has showed difficulty staying healthy. Brandon Graham has had some problems. Jason Hargrave and Fletcher Cox both had injury issues last year. So like Milton Williams came in, played great. Ryan Kerrigan, I think that was an excellent signing all along the defensive line. So there there is a good group there. But we're gonna need them to show out. I don't think it's that it's as strong as the group in Washington, and I think it's carrying a comparatively weaker linebacking core. Like I'm not high on the Washington linebacker core, but I'm I'm not convinced any of the guys starting in Philadelphia are actual. <laughs> like real nfl linebackers at this point the secondary i will say has gotten significantly better though with the additions of Stephen elson anthony harris even zach mcpherson in the draft like this this group should be way better than last year and if it can take that step up to being a truly elite unit maybe everything else falls in place around it but coming into the year i'm i'm a little lower on the defense as a whole than i would typically be at the Eagles unit
0: does any of their defensive uh star wars get traded before the trade deadline like graham or out paris I, i think only only if they if
2: they're like injured and not the player they're trading but the team overall is injured and like one and seven or something because i don't really think you make additions like ryan kerrigan to the depth on your defense if you're looking to move guys away like he's clearly a situational pass rusher you you'd want to switch in with the guys you have actively maybe if the team starts out really poorly they could look to do something like that but i don't think it's a plan going into the year Maybe Ertz. Maybe Hurts could be. We could see him moved at the deadline, but that'd be the only guy I'd be looking up
1: for.
0: Zach, is there any is there anybody that you're you're excited to watch other than Jalen Hurts? Uh,
3: obviously, I want to see some Smith. I want to watch that guy play. I'm so excited to watch him. Uh, It's been a while since the Eagles have had any wide receivers that I've been like, I can't wait till this guy gets on the field. So it's kind of exciting. Uh, I do want to see a little bit of Gainwell because he does seem like he could be an interesting back. And uh, I'm super excited to watch this new defensive, uh, all these defensive backs we got now. The, uh, so long we're always a stock, And now finally we have some named players and, uh, Oh, I'm so excited to watch those play. Yeah, I I really think the defensive backfield has taken a
2: significant step. Like, at Stephen Nelson happened like last minute, so people kind of might have missed that one. But Anthony Harris was coming off a down year, but was just ha- like franchise tagged one year ago. He, you can consider him similar to like Rodney McLeod, who came over from uh, Vince's team, the Rams, and everyone was talking about how he was. Then the next guy, the next Earl Thomas or whatever it was and then he took a significant step down one outside that defense but I think Anthony Harris is a little bit different kind of player then you also have like Maddox can move more comfortably into a nickel position where he's been like forced to cover on the outside before and that's that's not what he's meant That's for. Not it at all. Even Nelson was the best corner on the Steelers last year, and we had to cut him because of contract negotiations issues. So, him next to Darius Slay, I think, is a really good one-two combination.
0: I'm looking forward to seeing Devontae Smith because I want to eradicate like the body shape issues that the NFL yep. seems to have about quarterbacks, about wide receivers, about certain running backs, what your defensive end is supposed to look like. Supposedly I really want Devontae Smith to come in and tear up the league because I just want that I just want that type of thinking out of the NFL. I just I just Mm -hmm. do not want it the one thing that I know about De- Devontae Smith is this. That guy can run routes, and he does not decelerate when he cuts on a route.
1: Yes. Yeah.
3: that's, that's I'm that's, so excited to watch that man run. Yeah. Say what, like,
2: I've watched other receivers who I'm higher on because of the physical upside and stuff, but Devontae Smith just straight up, like, routes and receiver skills, that's the best film I've
1: ever watched, personally.
0: And I'm telling you, Nico, I yeah. know this is going to sound real blasphemous right now. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mm-hmm. just say it right now. So, Eagles yeah. fans, here is your ray of hope that you hold on to. Devontae Smith routes... Go watch Jerry Rice tape. Yeah. Watch mm-hmm. Jerry Rice before.
2: tape. I've heard that before. I've also heard uh, Marvin Harrison as a uh, running co- comparison. I actually think like, the
0: are, are cleaner with Rice. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, this That's, kid, this kid. Yeah, I know. He's got it. I'm, he reminds me I'm like your
2: guy, your guy Aaron Donald, when he came out, the reason he fell down the draft board was only height. Everything else, he checked every other box. It was just his height that was the reason he fell. Russell Wilson is a similar story. Who it was just height that was the only reason Russell Wilson wasn't considered a first-round quarterback coming out of Wisconsin. He played up to that level. He was. Not Andrew Luck or Robert Griffin level, but he was definitely a better quarterback than Ryan Tannehill at the college level, and he wasn't considered until the third round. I think this Devonte Smith weight concern is a very similar thing to those predecessors. That just like, okay, the guy's 170 pounds, but he
0: that 170 pounds is about to kick your ass. Like it's gonna happen. I agree. I agree. So I'm. I so mean, she's so happy. This is this is my gift to Philadelphia Eagle fan. Like, I don't – I'll put it this way. We we save everything towards the end, but I'm going to tell you something. They, that's going to be a treat. If That guy stays healthy. That guy can run routes, and it's, it's some of the cleanest routes I've ever seen, and the only one I can put him next to is Jerry Rice. And, uh, I mean, I, hey, I've seen a lot of football, seen a lot of dudes. I'm really high on this cat. So I'll leave I'll leave Philadelphia Eagles fans with that.
3: (laughs) That's such a beautiful sound to hear.
0: All right. Well, I guess it's time to talk about why do I wanna why do I have to say this? America's team. No, oh, God. Okay. They're not I, I America's don't team. A couple weeks ago. I, listen, I don't like saying it. I think it's the dumbest thing on the face of the planet because they haven't been <laughs> relevant since like 1993. Like, there were, like, <laughs> Tiffany Amber Thiessen was like the hottest chick on the face of the planet. <laughs> that is not, listen, shout out yeah, to like Tiffany Amber Thiessen. Still Zachary and I will. Zachary and I were cooking, baking in our mama's oven. Yeah. I mean, Back- this is a long time ago. <sighs> yeah. So, my whole thing, okay. <sighs> Why? It's always owners, dude. Okay. So, Jerry Jones is like the VP of player personnel, and Stephen Jones is right underneath him. And then they have Mike McCarthy as the head coach, who I don't think still can coach. And then Nico, tell me what they <laughs> did this year. Who is their defensive coordinator? Oh, uh Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn came in. And yes, that is that Dan <laughs> Quinn. It is that Dan Quinn. All right. So mm. If you talk to Dallas fan, Dallas fan tells you that their offense is the best offense that God has ever made
1: mm-hmm.
0: because they have C.D. Lamb. Um, they have Amari Cooper, who I still don't understand when he gets against a number one cornerback, he gets shut down a lot. Yeah. Anyway, I- I couldn't see like that
2: happen anymore though. Saying, he's yeah. not the best receiver on that team.
0: Well, that you know, C D Lamb is probably the best wide receiver on that team, no doubt. Yes, sir. Well, they got Michael Gallup. Okay. Mm, trash. Uh, no, their, he's good too. Their tight end group, still not excited about that. They got a dude by the name of Sprinkle on their team. I just wanted to say that.
1: You're yeah, yeah he Sprinkel. was
0: on, on the the division winners last year. I know, but I'm just saying that this guy named Sprinkle, and I'm I'm excited about that. Yeah, can't wait to see the Prescott to Sprinkle uh, combination really hooking up. <laughs> uh, all right. So I mean, Dad gets the bag, right? He gets some money coming off an injury. And Mm -hmm. we're not supposed to be worried about second MRI shoulder number two.
1: Yes.
2: (laughs) We've been told by the Twitter account we're not allowed to worry. We can't be concerned under any circumstances. Sorcery.
0: Sorcery. There's nothing to see here.
3: Just some Dallas doing Dallas
0: things. these These are not the drawers you're looking for. Right.
3: <laughs> yep, yeah, pretty much.
0: Uh, is Zeke has Zeke stopped eating water burgers? Because I I want to know if he's going to be in shape to run the football this uh, year.
2: According according to Hard Knocks, he's in good shape this year. I feel like is he in the best shape of his life? I I don't know, man. He could be. Maybe he'll uh, go for two yards to carry this year. Yeah. <laughs>
1: uh,
2: Zeke, I, I'm i not looking for this year. I don't think. I think he might be the second best running back on the team at this
0: point. Oof. And then
2: I'm high on Tony Pollard as, as like a receiving back and a shifty guy out of the backfield. I think realistically, if they were to give him more of the line share of the work this year, we would see him produce greater than Zeke could. Uh, Last year, towards the end of the the year, you could really see that the tread had worn off Zeke's tires. And I'm worried that that is more indicative of what it's going to be going forward. Because it's rare you see running backs like the wheels fall off and then all of a sudden they come back on the next year. Frank Gore isn't just anyone.
3: So you think he's the next Todd Gurley then? Or he's just going to... Todd
0: Gurley uh, without the injuries.
2: Yeah, it's a similar situation. I think maybe he's not that He just falls off the face of earth. I think he's, he's not going to be too great this year.
0: And then the question that I have is this, is that I'm looking at an offensive line that has a lot of impressive names, but I don't know if the name notoriety is better than the actual physical play. Because when I watch a lot of Dallas Cowboy football film, mm-hmm. I see a very not physical offensive line. So, yeah. Nico, tell me that Tyron Smith and Connor Williams and the I like the kid out of um out of Wisconsin. I yeah, I like that. Yeah. yeah he's a player. Now, um, tell I me that this they're going to be more physical this year.
2: Uh, well, maybe they will be just because they're going to be more healthy overall. Um, at least to start the season, Tyron Smith was dealing with injuries as well as Zach Martin, so they've got that go going for them so and Leo Collins at times was hurt last year too so if if they can be healthy, it's a similar situation to Philadelphia, that could be a decent offensive line. I think Connor Williams is pretty overrated at this point i he hasn't really risen to the level of the rest of those guys, but over Overall, again, I, I feel similar about this unit that I did about Washington. Maybe their upside's a little higher. Maybe it's like they're somewhere between the 12th and 18th best offensive line in the league. But it's a mid-group. It's, not, it's no great players you're looking at. Here's the one
0: thing I want to say.
2: Besides, besides maybe Lael, but he needs to get back to that level. But anyways, go ahead.
0: Okay, and that brings me exactly to where I wanted to go. Yeah, I am excited about the kid from Wisconsin. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I am. I am more willing to give in on Zach Martin re-reaching what he used to be. Yeah, yeah, and I'm not even fully convinced on that one personally. But I am absolutely not buying the tackles. Yeah, I think their name value only at this point. I, I think Lael Collins
2: is a good run blocker. He's a physical guy and he can kind of get his feet out on pass blocking sets. He's not not an elite player, but I think he's got, he's a better right tackle than most teams in the league have. I think he would be somewhere around, I don't know, the eighth to 10th best guy. He's pretty, pretty decent at that spot. The rest of them though, like Zach Martin, I'm not convinced. He can recapture his earlier form and Tyron Smith, it, it it was a clear setback last year, like injury or not. So where he'd need to kind of rebuild who he is as a person to be able to get back to that level he once had.
0: Okay. So I'll I'll ask Zach this question since he's the resident Eagle fan. Is, is Dak it? Prescott <laughs> going to be able to spend $1 of that contract extension, or is he going to die because his offensive line is so shitty?
3: Uh, he's going to be pretty, well, I guess he's better off just going out and starting digging right now, to be honest with you. Uh, I don't think he's going to make that halfway through the season again. (laughs) And
0: then I'm going to be happy when he doesn't. So. All right. (laughs) Always good to hear from Philadelphia Eagle fan. You know what Christmas is like in Philadelphia, obviously. So, uh, and he's in Canada. So he's probably the only mean person in Canada. Which is I don't know if that even is. <laughs> nah, there's a couple of them. <laughs> there's a couple of <laughs> eagle yeah. fans up here. All right, all right. So let's get to this defense. Uh, um, yeah, I mean, defensive line, right. not real, not not stellar. I mean, Demarcus Lawrence and well, I mean, do we even need to talk about Randy Gregory? I mean, at this point, is there a reason for that?
2: Uh, uh, I think he started a weed company this offseason, if I'm not mistaken. So
0: that you know could what? be worth oh, no, it. Only. Sounds, sounds. Okay. So he, his business acumen has picked up. So are we hoping that his off-the-field shenanigans have also dissipated through oh, his, his, uh, his well, endeavors well, in the weed industry? The His
2: off the field issues were all weed related, pretty much through his career, and just I think he had a DUI too. But most NFL players do have one of those at this point, so like I think most of his stuff was based around that. But even if his off field stuff clears up, I don't think that makes him a good football player. Unfortunately,
0: I also saw a team with this this particular defense. They were just their defense was not physical. They got pushed around a lot, and they are counting on Micah Parsons, their first round pick, Jalen Smith, who's had injury concerns, and Van Der Esch, who's had injury concerns. So you got two Sean Lees instead of one now. Uh, I think you, you do. I think Jalen Smith,
2: if I if I'm hearing correctly, might not be making the team. It sounds like Keanu Neal has taken that role. And due to Jalen Smith's salary, there's a chance he
0: could be cut. We'll so take him the Los Angeles rounds as a backup. Yeah,
2: yeah I'm not convinced he's going to be a big part. Even if he does make the squad, I I think it's pretty much decided he's coming off the bench at this point. Because they, they did sign Keanu to uh, a decent little contract. So... I, I think that could be going on. So their linebacker core might be decent. I think they could have like one of the ten best linebacker cores in the league. They have arguably the worst defensive line in the league though, and the corner the defensive backfield is trash. So like none of none of that is gonna fix the Cowboys defense. I think you're looking at a bottom five unit either way.
0: Is Trayvon Diggs any good? Is he going oh, to keep step kidding. up? this year. He could be okay, but he
2: might be the only corner they have like Anthony Brown. It sure he's fast, but like in the last couple of years he's kind of taken a step backward. Jordan Lewis, uh, he was decent last year, but he's not a great player. Uh, Maurice Kennedy and you you're just getting to guys like CJ Goodwin and like non-players at that that point.
0: <laughs> so they're going to have to score 35 That's points a score. game to
2: win. Yeah. <laughs> A yeah, league. for sure. All right. And I'm not convinced that offensive line can sustain that, not to mention their running backs are not quite at that level. I didn't uh, fully speak on the wide receivers earlier. I I think it's arguable, arguable they have the best unit in the league, but they they have nothing else besides Dak and the receivers.
0: All right. there's not a lot of confidence. Uh, there's not a lot of confidence going into the season. All right. No. So oh, – I guess we'll move on to the Giants cuz there's got to be some positivity there, right? Because it's New York, right? Well, really technically not New York, it's actually New Jersey. Close enough. Okay. Seriously. I don't. Okay, geography. Okay. Well, it's MetLife Stadium, right? <laughs> it's in the Garden State, which is New Jersey. But there's a bunch of New York people that say it's their team. All right. I think I got it. I think I got it. We do have a couple things to talk about with the Giants. One, David Gettleman understands somewhat of what the draft is now. He traded down. Congratulations to David Gettleman. Congratulations. You, sir... (laughs) have just pulled off trading down in the NFL. Dra- Congratulations. You, you are now a picks. level 2 F- general manager. Right. <laughs> Thank you. Shout out to Matten. If they want to send us free copies, we are down. Absolutely. And we can be I would love to be like a talent evaluator to build up people's points and stuff like that. If I could get that job. Cool oh man i I would never get hired at that
2: job just because of how many times I've ripped the guy apart on Twitter who actually does it for the franchise yeah he, he that guy needs to be replaced stop stop hating stop. oh no, no 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 he's terrible. I, I'll hate on that guy till till
0: the death of me. That is one of my greatest enemies. Listen, we're not going to have a college football game for like a couple more years now. they got to do we, listen. Positivity on them. Uh, no, that that might be coming a little sooner than we think. Okay, if you got news on that, you can drop that. All right. Um, so I, go oh,
2: ahead. I I don't have news, but I have heard heard stuff about it that apparently EA Sports was it was working on a. College football game where they only had licensing agreements worked out with a few teams. But now that the new rule changes happen, they might be able to roll out the, the game in 2022 as opposed to too much later. So we Can't might, wait. we might that game next year.
0: Can't wait. And I will be on that, and that will be 24-7, and I might have to podcast from my couch to go play. Yeah, that that will be us
2: all as a group. I think we're going to start YouTube streaming our our league. Absolutely. Make a
0: franchise and just let it run. Yeah, Yeah, just UCLA all day. That's going to be great. (laughs) All right, so here's the thing with the Giants. Gettleman makes a trade, which is, is great, right? We're excited about that. Levin... You know, go to 20, pick up a first round, another first round draft pick next year. Got a couple second, like a second rounder in that deal. So I'm looking at the team. Saquon Barkley is coming off a knee injury. They did sign Kenny Galladay. I like that one. Um, Sterling Shepard's really, I, I like him. I think he's a good slot. Here's my problem. Is the offense, I I, I ask this question every single year. Is the offensive line ever going to be good? Because every single year for the last five years, I've asked the same damn question. What are you doing? I'm pretty sure David Kittleman has answered the question
2: now. And he said, definitively, no, I will never make a good offensive (laughs) line as long as I'm an NFL general manager. I'll make it to the Super Bowl with Mike Remmers at right tackle. And I think that's his his goal at this point.
0: Okay, so then here's the question. Are we ever going to get a definitive read on what Daniel Jones is if he can never get somewhat of a just suitable offensive line? Because I'm looking at this and I'm going, okay, he's got all the weapons is Saquon Barkley is is close to what he was, right? Just close. You're looking at a team that has solid offense, whatever, and the damn offensive line is always in the way. It's been the same damn problem for five years. So I don't know what to think of Daniel Jones. I don't understand how we can't build an offensive line. And I don't understand why Kenny Galladay took New York Giant money to not get thrown to because his quarterback is getting lit up like a Christmas tree on a 4th of July afternoon.
3: I mean, maybe he's just thinking I'll be safer. I'll take less hits because the ball's not going out as much collect my free paper and walk away. <laughs>
1: yeah.
3: They'll be running the ball all the time. I just have exactly. to out and stand out there. I got six yards of play and I'm going to make millions. Yeah, I'll take that deal.
0: It's it's incredible to me that there are GMs that are sitting there. They got bank, making decisions, multiple years. And now we're can't evaluate dude on year number three right this is year number three for daniel jones right we're coming up yeah. the only thing that we got in our back pocket is that he was a first round pick so we can hold it off for another year mm-hmm. but we still we we won't get a clue i yeah, I
2: think we've seen uh, something like this situation happen with the other New York team recently, with a guy by the name of Sam Darnold. And it might be so shocking that it's literally the exact same scenario. <laughs> like, I cannot believe teams in the league at this point can. Like Cincinnati drafting Jamar. Like, how hard is it to realize, protect your quarterback, and then you figure out what your quarterback is. Like I feel that should be step one for every organization, but
3: teams are not are not willing to do that. I mean, I love to see it in the Giants uniforms.
0: Yeah, fair. Okay. Yeah. Well because <laughs> this is the time that the Eagles end up with like six sacks in a week because they're playing against the Giants offensive line. So the stats are padded for Fletcher Cox, yeah. and Brandy Graham. You get that twice a year. Ooh, MVP there, season's coming up. There you go. I got you. I, I feel you. And they're going to continue to make bonus paper. Chase Young backs.
2: for the back record too. Oh, oh, oh like basically. oh yeah. And we've talked about we've talked about how bad they are. So Chase Young might be eaten up.
3: Yeah, there's like three defensive linemen in this division that are just going <laughs> to slap everyone.
0: Now, that brings me to the Washingtons – or not the Washingtons. <laughs> yeah, it may as well be um, – the Giants' defense. Yeah. Okay, so Dexter Lawrence, I-, I think he's a player. Yeah. I like the Leonard Williams acquisition from the Jets a couple of years ago. Their mm-hmm. defensive line looks pretty stout, and yeah. they got stout. like serviceable oh, – yeah like linebackers and it looks like they kind of fix the secondary a little bit yeah so i mean defense upgraded right just yeah it's it's the
2: probably the most decent defense like in the division i think they're somewhere around like the 10 range i think uh really washington could be elite but i think we'll the Giants' defense is going to be better than both the Cowboys and the Eagles at this point, just because overall they're, they're basically adequate at every level.
0: Huh. Do you think that there's a standout guy in any or a breakthrough guy in any of their uh, levels of their defense for the Giants? Uh, maybe we
2: could see the rookie, Ojolari, get into a big sack role and compete for uh defensive rookie of the year. And like you mentioned before, I think Dexter Lawrence is a really good player along that defensive line. It's it's just like a bunch of solid players that overall I don't really think anyone's going to show out and look like an elite guy, but this is the type of the type of unit that should just sustain like an above average level.
0: Do you like the acquisition of um, Berry? Yeah, I think he's a good
2: player overall, a solid corner. It's always hard to transition corners but like that. Like we've seen it even <laughs> recently with guys like Byron Jones or Malcolm Butler, uh, Josh Norman. Like as soon as you leave a system that you've kind of been built into the right player to play in that system, it's hard to adjust to a new team that being said the giants defense is somewhat similar to the carolina defense not from the last year but from the year before where he did show success so i i think the transition might be a little easier than it is for most players but i i think realistically if you get a chance to add a corner who could be a number one guy you got to do it i think regardless of money it's one of the one of the premier positions in the league at this point
0: so, I mean, basically, adequate defense. The one thing I don't see, unless Ojulari pays off in huge dividends, I don't see a, a like a gang breaker, like a just a complete difference maker with this team. I think it's solid all the way through when it comes to their defense. Um, but as far as their as far as their offense, I the wide receiver group and. I have no idea about the rest of it because I don't know what Saquon Barkley is going to be. And I'm just I'm really concerned about Daniel Jones again because I just don't think he's going to get any time. So that's pretty much where I'm at. I am ready to make predictions. Are you guys ready to make predictions? with me? Yes,
3: sir. Let's go.
0: All right. So where
1: are we at with this? All right.
0: I think it's going to be, like, incredibly close. I think that there's going to be a lot of somewhat mediocrity in this division. I don't think anybody breaks away. Um, as I'm talking, Nico, look up, like, the, some of the win totals or what Vegas is saying some of these win totals are as cool. far as that's concerned. Because, yeah. you know, I'm going to tell you right now, there's going to be a couple. If there's that 11, you need to go low. You need to definitely go under. yeah. No, it's lower than that. I have right, them it, up. All right. They're going to be like 8-9. So. I, I would think, yeah, I would think pretty yeah. much all of them should be around there. All right. Uh, I'm going to do can, this. The Giants, I'm looking at the Giants right now going, I I, I want to believe, but I can't. I don't know what your quarterback is. I think it's going to take a couple weeks for Saquon to feel better about his just his um how he cuts and and what have you i think confidence is a big thing with that and he's such a superior athlete i think it takes him a second to feel that out because i don't know you know i think when you have that type of knee injury you know there's always that little ache in there and you're always scared about it um if he can get past that quickly Maybe they have a better chance of doing something in this division because he is he is dynamic and even with the offensive line not great, it is what it is. So, um, I'll say this: I the Giants seven and ten for the Giants this year. Mm-hmm. I guess
1: it's a Jesus step up. Yeah.
0: I, I'm yeah, not I- real sold on them.
2: The win-loss total is six and a half, so you're slightly over. Oh, okay. Um, I that well, The whole time you were talking, I was thinking about my win projection, and I settled also on seven and ten. I think that's a a solid record for the team overall. They've got, like we said, an adequate defense. I just am not sure the offense is going to score enough to keep them in games. This is one of those teams, though, that if Daniel Jones takes that step up, they they could go way beyond this. So if you're feeling comfortable with the slight over already, considering Daniel Jones isn't isn't quite that player, then maybe it's a bet worth looking at.
0: What are they what are their odds of winning the division? Do you know?
2: Oh I can
0: pull that up. Give me yeah, a sec. Go ahead. And while you're doing that, Hello. Well, Zach, what do you think the win total for the New York football Giants will be?
3: Uh Thinking about them, I honestly, I I don't see what you guys are seeing. I know you guys are saying they're decent. I give them five wins for the year, because just for me, you can't win games if you don't score points. And this offense just kind of doesn't really give me any confidence that they're going to be scoring points this year. So,
0: All valley points. I'd say
3: five and twelve. Yeah. All valley points. Uh.
0: Plus four fifty.
2: So plus four fifty. Well, All right. Yeah, four. One.
0: All right. That's some candy out there for the for the for the betting uh, audience. <laughs> mm-hmm. if, if you think that Daniel Jones is that guy, not a bad. Because I don't think so they'll be too far. Later. Yeah, I don't think they'll be too far behind everybody else in this division. And as we continue to go through, I'll. Show you why. All right. So, Philadelphia is looking at a situation right now where quarterback got a little taste last year, then got pulled because they wanted to tank. Yeah. Zach loves his accuracy. He thinks that if he gets on a roll, he's Lamar Jackson in the sense of not Lamar Jackson, but. Has that, okay, I hit my first couple passes, and now I'm rolling and everything is great. I am skeptical of guys like that. I was really hard on Lamar Jackson in our AFC North preview because of that. I am not thrilled with the wide receiver crew except for Devontae Smith because I think he's going to be awesome. (laughs) And I'm hoping that the offensive line stays healthy because I think you'll get a real, somewhat of a real barometer on what Jalen Hurts can do, right? I think that we'll get a... At least with Goddard and Ertz, even if Ertz only stays like six weeks into the season, I think you get some sort of barometer of what Hurts can be in this league. The defense... I love, I love electric clocks. Like what, three years ago? I don't love them now. And Brandon Graham is like a situational pass rusher. I'm not real high on this defense, so I'm gonna look at them and pretty much go like, I think seven and ten is good for them as well. You know, I I seven to ten is good for them as well, and yeah, if, if a couple breaks happen, nine and eight, they win the division because I don't think there's going to be a lot of separation between any of these dudes. Actually,
3: probably a game and a half difference.
0: Yeah, so seven to ten for me sounds about right. I just I wish I could believe in more of anything they had on offense. And I would be yeah. better about them. Nico, what do you have the Eagles at? <laughs> I feel I feel the same way that you
2: feel. They actually have the same odds as the Giants. So you having them at the same record kind of makes sense. Uh, it's also over under six and a half wins. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm oh, really? I agree with a lot of what you say, but I think it makes me personally a little lower on the team even than you are. I'm just not convinced that defensively they can quite get up to the levels that they've been at in years past. Like I I see what the secondary is, and it could totally spark a defensive renaissance, but the defensive line isn't quite at the level I'd want it to be at to capitalize on the good coverage that they should be getting. Also, I kind of feel the same way that Vince does offensively. The offensive line, I'm going to need them to stay healthy but for me to start believing that they can stay healthy. Uh, They have the receiver in Devonta Smith who could uh, develop into that number one option. I expect him to be really good from year one and probably a rookie of the year candidate, but I'm not convinced that any of the other guys can really step up to fill that number two role, though there are a lot of candidates. It's a relatively deep receiving room, but none of the guys are quite good enough that you really want them on the field for every play. So I personally, again, I'm sorry, Zach, but I have them uh, hey, at
3: 6-11. and 11. It's fine to be wrong.
0: Zach, where do you have your team at? Because obviously this is slander to you. I understand it. Yeah,
3: I mean, if you guys aren't saying 17-0 and 0 at this point, I just really don't know what teams you're looking at. Uh, <laughs> it's just super confusing for me not to hear those numbers come out of your mouth so Jalen Hurts
0: throws 4,000 <laughs> yards and runs for like 2,600 yeah <laughs> yeah
3: I mean, fashion, yep, yep, mad break all the records yeah, exactly Madden on easy mode so basically it was coming to the NFL this year oh. but on a real sense we're uh it's actual football, not Madden. Uh, I I put us a. Uh, it really hurts. But either nine to ten wins most likely, until I can see that. Hey, watch watch your mouth. Uh, just strictly because uh, our defense. I mean, we filled out that secondary. I feel like this is one of the more whole defenses that I've seen in a little bit. Just personally, of like having defensive backs is so incredible since mm-hmm. we had the super bowl run i haven't really seen any crazy fucking uh defensive backs for me so getting those upgraded is nice we still got our line uh i like the d line though. So, uh you can say what you want i know that we can play extremely well uh the offensive line that's the biggest question for me yeah obviously if they stay healthy uh- I'll say fair enough with the defensive line. Like Part of
2: my, what I'm saying is a little bit of regression from guys who have been great to this point, but it's just yeah. like I, I can't quite expect them to get back to that level
3: coming off injury. Yeah, I'm not going to say that they're like two, three years into the league type play, but yeah, I mean, yeah, they're yeah. at a point where even, like for me personally, it might be a little biased, but even if they do progress a little bit, it's still at a top tier level, right? So, I... Fair enough. Just, I'm terrified of our O-line. That's the biggest one. Like, going into the year, we're already falling back into... Like, this is preseason, and we've already seen our first guy get hurt for who knows how long. And, uh... <laughs> it's just scary to see that before the season even starts, we're losing starting linemen, and it's their left tackle. So, it's... A little scary. And then, obviously, we lost Smith already for a couple weeks, which drives me nuts and I really wanted to see him play a little, but if we can kick our little injury bug that we are kind of lingering from last year, I, I can't see us not winning nine or 10 games at least.
2: Yeah. I also forgot to talk about my favorite player on your whole team because he's been injured, but Landon Dickerson is about to be the best offensive lineman in this sport. Also. I love it. Uh, Obviously, he's had like a men's ACL issues and stuff, but just like how athletic he is for this giant mammoth of a man. If he can come out and win any of those jobs starting along your line and stay healthy, like he might be good enough to block three players by himself. I don't know. Yeah,
0: Yeah, I forgot uh, about Landon Dickinson because I I like that kid out of Alabama. I loved him. So if he's that changes a lot me if they if that dude is clean
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah the line stays healthy like I can see them being over 500 this yeah year. like I, I Zach Zach and I were
2: watching the draft together this year and I was begging the sealers to take him in the first round instead of Najee so like I I love me some Landon
3: yeah Yeah, he was super high on him. And then when we took him, he looked at me and he was straight ready to punch me in the face. Yeah,
0: sure. (laughs) All right. So, I mean, Landon Dickerson, maybe like the X Factor holding the playoff keys in his hands. All right. I'm I'm with that. If
3: Jalen has time to set up and actually throw, because even Nico brought this up earlier. I do agree. If uh, he has even a few extra seconds in the pocket or if he can scramble long enough to set his feet, he is a way different quarterback, so if he does get that extra second, second and a half in the pocket, who knows what could happen with this offense.
0: Agreed. Agreed. All right. Now, I guess I got to talk about the Washington... Oh, that's right. They don't have a nickname. So...
1: Football, yeah.
0: <laughs> all right? Here's one thing, Nico and Zach, and I, I want to kind of talk this through with you. Right? The defense is okay. the defensive line is awesome, correct? Correct. Can you, yeah, I would agree with that. Can you flip the field on a regular basis in the NFL to a point where? Your offense, which is pretty much very weak. Mm -hmm. Can you flip the field enough. To where the offense is playing basically like, you know, they're almost guarantee points. Because that's what they did last year. Mm -hmm. And. You know, I hate the. We were in Green Room a couple days ago, and there was like a Dallas Cowboy fan in there talking about luck and regression was, and this and that.
2: And it was, it was the worst thing I've ever heard for sure.
0: But the, I do, I do ask the question: Is there? Are we just saying that this particular defensive line is so talented enough that they're going to be able to flip the field? enough of that offense to score I
3: mean it depends how good your kicker is
0: I mean was he good last week <laughs> was he good yesterday <laughs> I didn't I was yeah, watching I didn't another game. get
3: to watch their kicker I watched the other game too I actually don't think he
0: did that great
3: <laughs> I can double check real quick
0: Ooh, who which
3: kicker sorry
0: the kicker for uh, the Washington uh, football team, because my whole point is is that I don't know if that defense can flip the field like the they did last year. Yeah,
2: Dustin Hopkins. He's Dustin a Hopkins. he's a solid player. He's not great. Chris Wade, though,
3: the he, punter, is one of the better ones in the league. I know. I have the best punter in the division. If you're not punting <laughs> he,
0: missed a, he missed a couple of yeah, those last, last year, or last week, I, or this week.
2: Johnny Jones might be the best punter in the division, too. You have a really strong special teams
0: unit. Alright, yeah, special teams talk. No, well, absolutely man, not.
2: It, no, no. no. If We were talking special teams right now. The Pittsburgh Steelers right now have the
0: best punting no, we're not doing this. Stop yourself. Right yeah, Nico's actually gonna get that ball. tattooed on his back. Yeah. <laughs> Go Jordan
1: Jordan
2: Barry versus <laughs> Presley Garvin.
0: Stop. We're not is, doing is this. The battle of we're the summer. not doing this. All right. So curtains. just do you have a do you have an answer for me on that, Nico? Is that defense, <laughs> defensive line? Yeah. That good? That it causes I, I, them to flip the field enough and then the one football games. I I think it is just because I
2: personally think the offense I think can be a little better than you guys. I know the quarterback situation isn't great, but I like I saw Doc Hodges lead the Steelers to eight and eight just a couple years ago and I think Heineke and Fitzpatrick are levels better than the quarterback situation we have and that defense is comparable to the one we rolled out there. So for me I have I'm higher on the Washington team. I have them projected for eleven and six.
1: As their window, I
2: believe, they're, and their over under is eight and a half, so I am significantly over.
0: Ooh, okay. Oh, so man. you believe that the defensive line is going to pretty much do what it did last year and just wreak havoc, and the red I, the, the the Washington team will be in a situation where they'll have short fields. I. That's part of it, but the other part, I think the offense can be, like, average.
2: And if you have an average offense and an elite defense, I think you can have an 11-win team. And Especially
0: you think that offensive line holds up for 11 wins?
2: I, I think the offensive li- line is fine. I don't think it's great. I don't think it's bad. But even with injuries, I don't see it getting much work. It's, it's pretty deep. So uh, I like it overall.
0: Zach, do you think that the the team that resides in the Metro D.C. area can win 11 games? With I think that's
3: a bit of a generous number.
1: number.
3: I know Fitzpatrick can wow the NFL. I don't know if you know this, but he went to a pretty good school. I'm sure you've heard of it. I don't know if you've uh, been around football. But, uh, yeah, I think uh, – uh, I don't think they go for that much. I was going to put them either 9-10, put them right beside Philly. I think they're going to be the hardest ones for us to beat. Uh, I'm not really concerned about the Cowboys because they're the Cowboys. Uh, The Giants are also kind of rough. So I think these would be the contenders that Philly fights for the division win. Uh, That D-line is absolutely disgusting. And our entire conference does not have many great linemen. So I think they're going to be getting some free wins from the conference right there, boost them up. But 9-10 is my limit for them right now just because their offense kind of worries me a little bit, but not that much. So
0: that's my spot for them. We didn't talk enough about Antonio Gibson and his ability to get catches out of the backfield it's gonna be a mess mm-hmm. for them. Um yeah. I don't know about Longa Thomas personally. I you know He's fine. He, I mean,
2: he's he's I right? Yeah, he's like the a top twenty five tight end maybe like he looked okay when I watched the little video of him. Yeah. <laughs> <All> <laughs> he right. was, but he's just learning to be a tight end
1: so he
0: can right. take
1: so it so it's not a okay.
0: I'll probably, listen, I defense is good. They win they win nine games. And I am really like, oh, that hurts to say that they're gonna win nine games. They're gonna win nine games. So I think we all have them over as far as that's concerned. So everybody yeah. thinks that they're gonna win more than the what Vegas has out there, which is eight and a half, right?
1: Do you?
0: Yes. Yeah, yes. Okay. all right. Okay, so what Cowboy fan has been waiting for? In-depth analysis on their squad. All right, Dak got the bag, shoulder hurt, I don't know. Is Zeke out of gas? Very talented wide receiver group, probably one of the best in the league, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Offensive line has a ton of names, but probably are more reputation only. For sure. Okay. Defensive line, not great. Linebacker crew, pretty good. We think if Michael Carson's hits, which I do believe in the kid, so yeah. Yeah. And then uh, the secondary is... A bunch of who's. I don't know. All right. Yeah. So, Nico, explain to me why would I have Dallas anywhere near nine wins? Just anywhere Uh, near that. uh,
2: (laughs) If you just looked at the names on the offensive line and thought they were still good, also just looked at... (laughs) name of demarcus lawrence that thought he was going to provide the pass rush that this team needs then you could have them around nine wins but overall this team is not not at that level i don't think this year it's taken a significant step back from last year uh there you mentioned nine wins the nine and a half wins is actually their win total i'd be pounding that under aggressively i personally would have them projected Either I'm having a hard time in my head between uh seven and ten and six and eleven. So somewhere in there. Wow. Maybe I'll say I'll say six and eleven because I think they might or no, I'll say seven and ten, because I think they're about the same quality as that Giants team.
0: Woo. All right. Beautiful. Zach. What what's your thoughts on yes, on Dallas and what you think they could be this year
3: um I think they could be the first overall pick maybe uh <laughs> but as, as I see them going uh I don't know They like they're just not exciting for me to even look at honestly it's their running backs are well Zeke so I'm not too concerned about that uh Dak we'll see if he can stay healthy He's coming back hurt, and he's already hurt again. So I'm not too concerned that Dak will be their, you know, guy for the year, which means who's there coming or backups that are going to come take the field for them? Like, not concerned about that. Like you said, what? Said the Danooch. That's the (laughs) Oh Yeah, there you go. That guy's going to come roast us. Sure. Uh tight ends, I haven't seen any good tight ends right now. They're either hurt or just useless. Uh like you said for the linemen, they're better like known for their name. Uh yeah. so for me that just means more bark, less bite. So I'm not too concerned about that. I will say they have pretty good wide receivers, but yeah, no one putting the ball to them. It's kinda useless to have those. Yeah. Their defense, besides linebackers, doesn't really scare me. So, like, overall, it's just a meh team with... I think Nico is being probably right on the dot with seven wins, maybe. Just strictly because if Dak can get a few good games in and he can throw it to those wide receivers, I can see them taking off on people. But besides that, I just don't see them making, like, the season, honestly.
0: I'm going to give you a stat. Okay. Zach... Okay. Zach Preston play for. What, in four games? Is that what it was? Four or five games? It was four, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Four. I think he was right. 50 game, or That's what it was. Now, he was putting up pretty good numbers at that point in the year. Yeah. Like, he was throwing the ball over the place. People were talking about um, Russ and him as the MVP. Candidates and let Russ cook. Everybody, the-
1: yeah,
0: yeah. The three you know their record was him. one in three when he was putting up all those stats.
2: Uh-huh. So all right. was- uh huh. All right, that's the problem. The defense is no good at all. Yep. They're just getting ran all over and the defense I think has taken a step back from last year. So I I can't see. Last year I was crazy high on the Cowboys coming into the year. I personally predicted the Super Bowl against the Steelers, who I also predicted to go there. Which I looked good on the Steelers for the first like eleven weeks or so, but then everyone got hurt and Ben sucked. So yeah. That couldn't happen. But <clears throat> um The Cowboys, like, I feel like they had a really good team overall. It's just all their defensive players took significant steps back, and it's clearly from age at this point. They couldn't replace Byron Jones either. Like, this team doesn't have it right now.
0: I'm going to tell you right
2: now, I'm going to tell you right now,
0: the Dallas Cowboys are going to make every team in the NFC East look good, like competent offensive teams. Yep. And here's (laughs) my problem with that. You said seven and 10, right? Or six and 11, uh, Nico? I said seven and 10. Seven
2: I said and
0: 10. 11. Zach says seven and 10. Yeah. I think Zach was closer to it, right when he said they'd be battling for the number one overall pick Holy because baby. my record for the Dallas Cowboys this year is none other than four and 13.
1: That's
2: oh, oh, not under right now.
0: Get, get all well, your life I agree. I'm
2: going to tell you, you right
0: now. Here's the thing. Nobody can tell me anything about this squad, but the damn star on the helmet. Here's yeah. the deal. Your quarterback yep. is compromised already he is coming back off a horrendous injury and Mm -hmm. i said it last year it was my very first podcast i ever did i called it quarterback leapfrog you take all this money and be the quarterback and listen i'm not counting anybody's cash but i'm gonna tell you something Dak Prescott is not no $40 million a year due. He is not. Yeah, is right. And then if you're sitting there telling me you're making $40 million and they can't do anything with the offensive line because of you, don't come crying to me when you're hurt because I don't want to hear it.
1: Uh,
0: I this think a part of the is reason is they can't Abomination. Well,
2: the offensive line, they have a lot of money in uh, Smith and Martin still. That's
0: part of the problem, too. They they have no defense whatsoever. Yeah, that's, that's There's no playmakers true. in the secondary whatsoever. Yeah. That defensive line was terrible last year, and they're going to get run over again this year. 4-13, and 13, and by the way, 4-13 and 13 is a struggle for them to get to. A struggle. Eh, that, yeah, you we're gonna make you pound that. Pound so that under. Listen, Dallas listen, Dallas Cowboys fans. I know there's a lot of you. My Twitter is at QPP network. You can come find me anytime you want. Throw all the hate at me that you want, but I will continue to tell you that your secondary is not that good. And I will tell you that your offensive line, albeit has pro bowlers all over the place and all that, but that's a be-gone era. Okay? That's a be-gone era. And by the way, Ezekiel Elliott, honestly, unfortunately, is probably not going to be the same. The explosivity is gone. He doesn't have the burst. He doesn't seem to lean forward to get the extra yard like he used to. So this is it. This is what it looks like when you pay a quarterback that is not worth $40 million. $40 million, and you can't fill out your football team. Congratulations. The Dallas Cowboys will be on the clock early in the 2022 draft. So if you like the draft, start watching college football. As far as that's concerned, I heard that the Texas Longhorns are moving to the Southeastern Conference and all that, and Oklahoma is too. You might want to go ahead and check those dudes out because they'll be playing football on Sunday and stuff like that. Check out schools like Alabama and Ohio State and see what they're doing as far as that's concerned. Um, Oregon seems to have a good defensive end. So you're going to be right around that area. To get those guys, so four and thirteen is where the Cowboys will be. <laughs> Spicy man,
2: I <laughs> love that thing. but damn good though.
0: Yeah, he Makes is, sense. and they might be able to get him. So they'll <laughs> be able to start rebuilding their defense, I guess. <laughs> but this is—I'm always being mad about this. And listen, I'm—I'm I'm not the guy to to count somebody else's money. But I'm always the person that sits there and go, man, really? Are you, are you $33 million a year? Because if you are, that means that you're going to win us football games by yourself. And Dak has his whole year to prove it to me. He's that guy. He's that guy to win football games all by himself. My bet is that he is not that guy. And he is that same guy that was at Mississippi State. He just had the luxury of having a really good offensive line, young, a pretty good defense on the other side, and has some luck to win football games. So, yeah, I do believe in luck. I just think it's going to be bad luck for them this year. So that's where I'm at with it. And I'm sorry about my rant, but quarterbacks really upset me when they get overpaid. And it's just like next man up. And I just don't understand it. And I'm waiting for a GM to have the sack enough to say, you know what, dude, you're $28 million a year. And here's why we got to fill out the rest of the football team. If you want to make 40, we're going to suck. What do you want to do? I'm waiting for that day. It probably will never happen. I'm all by myself. I don't care. But Dak is going to prove to us if he's a forty million dollar a year football player, he's going to prove it. He's going to have his shot this year.
3: I don't think he's proven much. That's I to mean, say, he even gets two
0: games. My whole thing, like I said, is that it, I, I got him at four and thirteen. I, I don't, I don't see anything wrong with that. With that take, at all. I just, I'm sorry, I. It's it upsets me more, and I had one of those quarterbacks on my team last year, so I know what I speak of. (laughs) Know what I speak of. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see this year. Do you, uh, Nico? Do you have any final thoughts? I know you guys are starting to ramp up because it's starting right. We're coming closer and closer. It's going to be what last week of August. First week of September, we got better yeah. show.
2: That's what we're it's thinking. True. We might even start out with the bang with a couple episodes just to get everything going before the year because we got we got some ideas. Um, uh, the our, our podcast has a lot planned. We want to learn how to be better sports gamblers. We want to learn with the audience. We, we want to work together and create basically a way for us all to make money together. Um, we will be doing a lot of stuff in Spotify green room. In fact, I think we're actually kind of being, uh, the bad signals going up for us to go to Spotify green room. because something's yeah. been going on today. Okay, I guess we got to go. So
1: yeah.
2: Yeah. But, uh, well, you guys can, uh, come around and learn, learn with us and get to know us as homies. And, uh, Probably hop in our leagues and stuff. We we're, we're all going to make money as a squad.
0: Zach, I heard there's a name for the podcast. Yeah, I I have heard there's a name. There has been a couple tossed around. Yes, yes. Oh, there's still not a. Di- Nico told me yesterday there was a definitive name. Uh, we 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 had it. We, we had did it. agree on
3: one that we thought sounded the best.
0: He still doesn't
3: seem oh, locked in with, on this, buddy. Go, go with, go. I mean, it's just because that was more one direction. But Nico is right in leaving it open for every sport. Yes, and, sir. Uh, so because we, have got ideas for other sports too, as well so as thinking sports D, gambling
2: podcast. D sports gambling D sports, podcast. Sorry, what? Is, what a great idea! Or sports That's gambling podcast. Idea. D sports I, I'm not. I'm not uh,
1: too
2: too concerned about the D. But,
0: uh, yeah, Force gambling, gambling
3: Podcast will be the all name.
0: All right. So then we can shorten it to SPG or whatever. Yeah. Or just SGB. SGB. Yeah. SGB. Yep. That's a, yeah. All right. All right. We, I guess we got to get up out of here because there's some stuff going on. But you know how I have to close out the show. So give me one second and then we'll go ahead and do that. First of all, mm-hmm. um, the, no doubt about it, person, entity, or company of the week. This week, we got to give it to somebody who's doing something real, real big. Okay. Um, everybody knows that the <clears throat> name, letter, and tit situation is going on with uh, collegiate athletes and now high school athletes. Right. Yeah. In on this. Okay. Did anybody see the bag that Mikey Williams got? Did anybody see my man's bag? Additional bag of name, image, and likeness. I, I seen that he signed the deal.
2: I didn't
1: see how much it was for though.
0: My man is not is this is his senior year of high school, right? Or is, uh junior, Mikey's junior year of high school. school. Michael no. Williams is making a ton of cash and my man has a step foot on a university or a G League Ignite. Team.
3: Jesus. That's awesome though.
0: Uh, listen, get get your bag. Listen. Here's the thing. If these kids flame out, now you got some money to live off of, I am always going to be for it. So my rant, when I talk about quarterbacks making too much money or whatever the case may be, it's not more than them making more money. What it is is look at yourself in the mirror and say, hey, am I a $36 million dude or am I a 20, $27 million dude? Because that makes the difference between your team. But as far as kids who are like 15 and Gatorade wants to give them millions of dollars. I am all for that. Get your paper, young men and young women. Go get your paper. That is my no doubt about it person of the week, Mikey Williams, on a basketball court near you soon. He will be on ESPN probably this year with Amani Bates and all them cats as well so and Bronny. broney yeah Bronny. yeah all right all right now we get to a close show with this is how we always close show all right um be good to yourself make sure that you are taking care of you um let the people who love you um be around you give you counsel so you can get centered and be right with yourself so you can go ahead and take care of your family and show appreciation to them in kind. Once you do that, step outside your door, be a good neighbor. All right. A wave, a smile, you know, a hearty hello, whatever, chop it up a little bit with your neighbor just to make sure they're doing all right. All right. These are these are uh, tough times out there for people. Third thing, if you've been blessed and you can give back to worthwhile organizations, um, there are a lot of people in need who could use the help. If you can volunteer and just show that, you know, they're regular people and they just, you know, have some bad breaks in life, uh, it goes a long way into their development back into society. If you can't volunteer and you've been blessed abundantly on the monetary side, give some green, you know, um, and find something in your neck of the woods. Um There's a lot of places out there that could use the help, that could use the donations. So please look into it um, and do yourself a favor because it will enrich your life tremendously. I know it. I felt it. I've been on both sides of it now. So uh, I thank the faceless people who helped me come back from the brink of uh, destruction, and I am now able to give to people who are in that uh, same situation. So um, just get out there and just try to help and just try to be a positive impact in your community. And with that being said, Nico and Zach, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for joining me on this tour de force NFC East Divisional Preview. Thank you, guys. Thank you for
2: having me. Yeah, thanks for having it's been us. awesome We're- to be here. Yeah, all we're right. super excited.
0: Just wait until we get SGP on QPPN. Yes, sir. I can't wait. I really can't wait because I think you're going to see, like, the true Nico come out. He's He's been kind of <laughs> hiding it a little bit, but yeah. you've seen it a little bit with Kendall. He's talked yeah. about killing people and all hey. of that and everything. Oh, yeah. I'm telling Sometimes you right now.
2: Sometimes like people get me in my emotions that I have to threaten violence for people to know like I'm here because I know I'm not actually going to be able to do anything about it, but I got to at least put the fear in them for that split second.
0: And the way that Nico's talking, he doesn't put fear into anything. I don't think he puts fear <laughs> no,
2: into no, a llama. No, like
0: like nothing. As it's coming
2: out of my mouth, I feel good about
0: yeah, it. there's like. no conviction in that. <laughs> Hell, I of his little wins. No, it's, it's all bad. But the Air <laughs> Sports Gambling podcast is going to be excellent. And I'm going to tell you why. Because these guys are going to work hard. They're going to do homework. And they're going to come up with funny stuff to kind of keep you guys entertained and I can't wait to see what it's going to look like. I've just, I, i been told, expect fireworks and pageantry. And that's what the hell I'm expecting. All right?
1: Let's pop off. All
0: right. We got to get out of here because I guess our green room is on fire. So we got to yeah. go check that out. Happy Friday to everybody. God bless you. Have a great weekend. Be responsible, sort of. Okay, Nico, final words. Uh,
2: no, just everyone check us out on Green Room. Check out the other podcasts on the network. Our guy Kyler had a podcast today going over fantasy football hot takes. That's going to be a great listen. There's just stay tuned in, and you're going to be impressed.
0: And we are terrible people, Nico. You know why? This man Zach has a Twitch channel. We didn't promote oh. any of it. He didn't, he didn't blow up plug himself. He knows how to do it. We didn't do any of that. Zach, yeah. the, floor yours, the it is time for you to promote a bunch of stuff. Or promote okay. your own stuff.
3: I mean, we're trying to get this stream up and running for us. Uh, I want to switch some things around with it. But for now, I want to get this stream going uh, in about a month, month and a half. We'll be having pretty much daily things pop up because that's when a bunch of new games are coming out too. So, yeah, get ready for that? I'll be streaming pretty much any I'm not doing green room or podcast.
2: Yeah, check out check them out at Zigzilla. You can check them out on Twitch right now.
3: Sure, sure. And uh, I'll probably be streaming tonight too. So, Absolutely. uh Yeah, we're just gonna try to build everything up, and uh, I'm gonna switch some things around. Put QVPN in it. Just so uh, everyone can go from one place to another, kind of make this community pop, you know? Exactly.
0: And I'm gonna tell you, my goal by the end of the year is I'm gonna get Zach one time to come out of his monotone voice and just get either excited or pissed off at one at one one or the other. There will be some. One or the other. There will be some show of range of emotion from Zach. Oh, <laughs> man, if there's
1: anyone who can get
2: that out of him, it's your boy. Yeah, so listen, listen, you got Nico in there. I, I can't it's, wait. Absolutely.
0: I can't wait till you have an awful take, Nico. I can't Ooh. wait till you say that Ooh. he uh-uh. he goes to the basket with reckless abandon.
3: Yo, oh, In my some God. sort
0: of form or fashion. Yeah, I Zach. get you. I get you. <laughs>
3: I get you. He he knows how to get there. He'll he'll
0: pull something on me pretty quickly. <laughs> I Just can in a few it. Days. I can hear it now, kinda like in the most Bill Belichick voice ever. <laughs> Jackass. Onto human garbage. Onto uh, basketball and the over under on the Phoenix Suns game is one ninety two point five. Zach, d Zach, Zach might be an illegitimate child of Bill Belichick. I'm just, I'm just gonna go blame that right now. I mean, I'll accept it as long as I'm getting some checks. Yeah, there's some cheddar there for you. All right, we're yeah. out of here. We gotta go check on Green Room. You guys be safe this weekend, and we are the hell out.
1: Peace.